We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Happy Tuesday. It is Sunday. As you know, we are together to pod. Emma, how's it going over there? It's great. It is Super Bowl Sunday. And I'm very curious, just like all the other people on TikTok, what Rihanna's track list is going to be. I'm a Rihanna stan. And she was a big part of my childhood. So I'm kind of like, "Mm, I want to watch this somehow, but I'm not going to just randomly get a free trial for like YouTube TV. So I'm hoping someone posted onto YouTube. I'm sure like someone will, there was going to be a recording somewhere, but I'm kind of excited for that. I don't really care much about football. Otherwise, I guess Kansas city is kind of close to Nebraska. So I guess I'm rooting for them, but yeah, I'm good. I had lamb burgers for dinner. Um, and I'm excited to pod. You and I are truly loving up our cooking games. Those are the only kind of notes about um, us for this intro today. Yeah, I also do not be caring about the Super Bowl. I almost was going to, I got invited to a Super Bowl party by man, which was interesting. Um, and then the plans ended up not working out. But that would have been fun for me to act like I care about football for hours upon end. But, you know, the things you do for men these days. Anyways, intro topics. I'll start with my first one, which is bone broth. If you follow me, you know that this has been something on my list that I want to tick off because I drink bone broth every day. It's super fucking expensive. And I got a Le Creuset. I've secured the stock pot. I didn't get like a a Dutch oven. I just got like a stock pot. It was much cheaper. And I looked up a bone broth that, you know, scoured for recipes, compared notes, thought which one's going to be the easiest, which one's not going to require me to go get a bunch of new shit. Found one on draxe.com. And he's not like a Dr. Phil. He's like a more of a Mark Hyman guy, but I I think he has a podcast too, but he's just like a holistic guy. So it was like beef bone broth recipe. I look at the ingredients. It's like onions, carrots, like pepper, apple cider vinegar, the usual stuff. Of course, the one thing that you need is beef bones. And so I'm Googling. I'm like, do I have to go to the farmer's market to buy beef bones? Can I go to a butcher and just say, can I have the bones? So I was thinking, I'm like, okay, maybe I cook a whole chicken or something like that and then use the bones. But the recipe called for four pounds of bones. And I was like, wait, I would have to cook so many chickens just to have that many bones. And then I'm like, you know, if you ever have a dumb question, just Google it. And I Googled, can I buy bones? And clearly the answer is yes. So I went to Whole Foods, meandered my way over. And I was like, hey, can I get four pounds of beef bones with marrow? The guy was like, the bones? And I'm like, yeah. And they had them in a perfect section in the little butcher area. So I got my bones. I scurvy on back home. And all you have to do essentially is cut up all the vegetables and spices and shit, throw it in the pan, 20 cups of water, like a little cup of apple cider vinegar, put the bones in and simmer it for 36 to 48 hours. 
the thing that's very interesting about it if you've had really good quality bone broth and you're aware of this like there's the separation between like the gelatin and the bone broth and sometimes it gets like stuck at the top where it's like this yellowish substance because it's like the fat um Mm -hmm. some bone broths are like more watered down but like if you get a homemade one like i remember when i was in la at erwan there was some gnarly fucking bone broth and it almost looks like sea moss texture like if and then you have to warm it up for it to become a, a liquid again so the process that you kind of have to might like watch it for the 36 to 48 hours is like mixing around the fats and the liquids to make sure it separates a bunch. So I would go and like check in on it and it was like a full one inch chunk of just fat at the top of it. that <laughs> I would have to like mix around. But um, I might have flopped in the sense that I turned off my burner a few times when I left the house and I was supposed to leave it on for 48 hours. But like, what the fuck? Sorry. And I strained it yesterday and we got bone broth it the thing is this is so sea moss girlies of me i don't have a fancy bone broth jar i put it in two nalgene water bottles i just have two nalgene water bottles of bone broth that and it's probably i would say three weeks of bone broth and i paid like 50 dollars at the grocery store for all that so how does it taste tastes good and it was a w for me and i've actually been mixing in like chaga and lion's mane to it which have been my like obsession of more like treating my adaptogens in like a a beverage that's not coffee thing so it's a nice afternoon beverage i have to recommend and i will be making bone broth for the rest of my life and never buying it and that just feels like a great a great accomplishment for my past week of just sedentary hell over here i that will be me at some point once someone feels like gifting me a stock pot because i'm not in the mood to buy that um but yeah it's kind of crazy it's like a very simple process but you do have to let it sit for a very long time i would get so scared about leaving my burner on while not being home I turn um, it off, yeah. That's fun. Yeah, I've been adding weird stuff into my bone broth, too. Not weird, but, like, just, like, turmeric, black pepper, and random adaptogens, too, just to spice up the bone broth game. I've also been consuming kefir. Yeah. So, for people who don't that. know, it's a fermented yogurt beverage that's, like, been around for, like, years and years and years. Very prevalent in Europe. But I've wanted to diversify my probiotic food intake just because... There's a lot of research saying that, like, if you eat, like, two to four servings, like, probiotics, probiotic foods per day, like, there's so much, you know, benefits, obviously, because probiotics and everything. But I only really eat sauerkraut. I don't eat miso paste enough to really consider it a serving. And I always forget to get kimchi. And I've been consuming dairy now, so I was not too worried about my body's reaction to it. And I love it. It's really good. And also, kefir has, like, three times more probiotic count than a yogurt and just like a wider variety of probiotic strains so you're a girly who is not scared of substances like a kefir just because i think drinking a white liquid substance might sound make other people queasy but i enjoyed the flavor i don't know what brand i have but i'm going to keep on taking it um my one question is does it taste more like cottage cheese or does it taste like milk no it more like milk because there's not it's not like salty okay um yeah it's good i drink that in the morning before i take my other supplements and just a nice daily dose of probiotics so i highly recommend um another thing too that i haven't tried but i saw on tiktok a few videos randomly is people been adding coconut water into their coffee which kind of seems cool and i think i might actually try i know it's pretty common for a lot of people to do like a sparkling water iced coffee situation in the summer um but this is kind of a cool wellness hack because drinking a lot of coffee does deplete your electrolytes and then if you drink coconut water it kind of negates that um so maybe tbd on that maybe i'll start adding coconut water into my coffee probably not hot because i think that would be gross but 
could be a nice refreshing beverage as we enter in the spring season. I saw that same TikTok and I thought, what a sweet treat. I was, I think I'm going to do that as well. But also like the idea of me spending that much money on coconut water, you know, I would have to ration it. And like, then would I taste it when I get the benefits? But my new elect- electrician, I said, electrician, electrolyte hack. Um, Emma and I are super into electricians. No, no. Electrolyte hack is that I've been buying Celtic sea salt and trace mineral drops. If you don't know essentially it works the same way as an electrolyte does and i bought four packs of element electrolytes i spent over a hundred dollars on just like stocking up on those but i go through them like so quickly and the trace mineral drops you essentially add like three to four drops to your water and that has like the, the mineral balance that is equivalent to like electrolytes and it doesn't really taste like anything so i was like maybe i add this to my coffee like i was thinking about the coffee hack there um but i like them and i know that i'm a dehydrated girl and I think it's just a lot more cost effective than any sort of electrolyte supplement. So that's something the girlies could get into too. Yeah. I need to do that too, because I spent a good $80 on electrolytes yesterday and ugh, I just know I'm going to go through them in a week also, yeah, which is exactly. fun for me. Once you're like hooked to electrolytes, it's tough. It's tough to just drink water without anything in it. Yeah. Yeah. That is my issue. Regular water is so boring and yeah. I know I just can't drink five packets of electrolytes, um, but yeah, I've just been doing a lot of apple cider vinegar and lemon in the water to kind of fill, fill mm-hmm. the void and get me to drink more than just an ounce of It sounds liquids. dumb, but I forgot that lemons and limes are foods. I used to squeeze lemon into my water all the time and it's not even in my like shopping idea anymore of like what I, I buy. I go through lemons like crazy because I still drink lemon water in the morning. That's the yeah. one, the one wellness ritual that has stuck with me probably since, I don't know, freshman year of high school. Yeah. But we love me. to see it. Go Emma. Love for you. Um, otherwise, we're not really up to anything fun these days. It's February, Valentine's Day this week. We did a love line last year. And like, frankly, I think our, our we have no d- deep takes on dating these days. Um, so I don't think I could give any advice. Um, uh, no advice. But that y'all, was funny. Y'all just have to figure it out on your own. <laughs> yeah, just go listen to the episode. Nor do you year. want our advice. No, no. Um yeah, we don't need that on the internet these days. But um, we, I suppose we have to do a lot of do have a lot of like new sea musculars that would maybe want advice. But besides the point, it's February. We're in New York, and we're gonna talk about how to build a supplement routine. So last episode was obviously like how to build a fitness routine, and when I listened to it, I was like, it's not even really how to build a fitness routine. It's more of like questions to ask yourself before it, because we're not we didn't tell you like do twenty back squats, do three reps, do da da da. It was more like how to think about fitness and where you are and like what mistakes to avoid and so i texted emma of like pod ideas and i'm like we should just do one for supplements because i think we've touched on this in plenty of episodes but we don't have one where like if you're someone that's listening to a new podcast and you want like the episode i think this could be the episode about supplement routine so i figured why not give it to the girlies and these are just like questions to go through on your supplement journey um not telling you what to take and like how to self-diagnose your issues but more to think about it because we are your we are your supplement besties i suppose yeah i hope you guys find this useful and without further ado let's get into this episode let's get into it dog we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Meet Huel, the first nutritionally complete plant-based protein powder. Today, we're focusing on Huel Black Edition, which is a protein supplement that includes 27 essential vitamins and minerals and 40 grams of protein per serving. I love adding it to smoothies and yogurt bowls for extra nutrients to support my lifestyle. One reason why we love Huel is that their mission is to create complete, convenient, affordable food with minimal impact on animals and the environment. All of Huel's products are vegan and have a one-year shelf life to reduce food waste. That's a win in our books. They even make it easy to adjust your serving size easily and know exactly what and how much you are putting into your body. Possible benefits of Huel includes things like vitamin C to support your immune system, omega-3s for a healthy heart, iron for maintaining energy levels, magnesium to support teeth and bones, protein to support muscles and bones, vitamin B12 to support metabolism, zinc for healthy hair, skin, and nails, and lastly, fiber to support digestive health. So if you want to try out Huel for yourself, you can use Huel.com backslash CMOS, which includes a free t-shirt and shaker with purchase. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking Athletic Greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. 
Alrighty, let's talk about supplements. So the first disclaimer, once again, we are not doctors. We are not giving you medical advice. First thing that I think you should do with supplements, and this is the hardest thing, but this is the most realistic, logical thing that if you ask any of your doctors, they would probably suggest you get on this route and it's to get blood work. It's the only way to actually know what you're deficient in, what your body is lacking. Get a full hormone panel. If you Google stuff, like let's say you're looking for something about female hormones, I would tap into Alyssa Vitti and go to her resources about like what to specifically ask her for your doctor. But if you go to your primary care doctor, they will just give you a plan- a panel of like the main things that you get tested for. But once again, if you listen to a lot of holistic doctors and podcasts, they might forget some things like a lot oftentimes in terms of like cholesterol, they don't do a full panel. They only do like one of the biomarkers. So I would say start with blood work, but this podcast is going to be kind of like things you can do that are not blood work because that is like a huge barrier with the healthcare system for people. So yeah, start with blood work if you can. Otherwise, here's kind of what to do. Um, If you do not have blood work, you also can get blood work for like different health services. So For example, I got blood work last week for Inside Tracker. I'm starting to use that program, which makes different like recommendations based on your your you know uh, blood work. Because I think when you just get your results back, and if you're not a doctor, you have no idea how to read the lab results of like, okay, my vitamin D level is suboptimal. What should I do? It doesn't give you recommendations, and that's that's where Inside Tracker is different. I haven't started the program, but I'll let you guys know like my journey and experience with it. But that's kind of another way you could get it if you want to pay for like a private service if you're not just going to go directly to your doctor. So let's say you don't have blood work, and let's say you're like, I have no idea how I'm going to get access to what I'm deficient in. Some ideas I think you get around it. The first one I thought of is like take a quiz on the site like Care of. Care of is a multivitamin website. They make those little like to go bags like they're really bad for the environment like the they got shit on when they first started this company because they use a lot of single-use plastic you get a new little baggie every single day um but on their website how you get prescribed their multivitamin it's different for every single person that takes this quiz and they send you your your personalized supplement routine and i think people really like it for the fact it feels like i'm getting unique supplements tailored to my health concerns. I'm not just getting a catch-all multivitamin. And I think that could be a good way to get an idea of maybe what deficiencies you could have if you don't have blood work. The next one that I thought of, um, as you know, Huberman Lab, Andrew Huberman, our stan, he partners with this company called Momentous Supplements. And a lot of supplement websites, if you actually go on their website, which I tend to not do, they'll have categories of like sleep or stress or something like that. And they'll have like any single supplement that could help that health concern. So I think if you're going to look for supplements based on a health concern, I would definitely browse and kind of cross-reference different supplement websites and see what's in common. Like, I'm pretty sure all of the fucking websites that sell supplements are going to have a sleep section and magnesium will be on all of their sleep section. And so you can kind of learn from that point of like, here's what magnesium does in the body. Here's what iron does in the body. Here's what L-theanine does in the body. And then you can become more educated as a consumer. The next one I was going to say is if you don't have access to blood work, health store employees. Now, this is hit or miss. Sometimes you're just going to have an employee that is there to have a job. But oftentimes if you go to like a local health store and you maybe talk to the owner or something who's like super passionate about the weird health, hippie wellness shit, they could be useful in guiding them because they have to buy from all of these supplement companies. They have to talk to the buyers. They have to learn which products they're going to put on their shelves. They're not just buying stuff like Whole Foods, for example. If you talk to the Whole Foods manager, they're obviously not in the process of like buying and testing everything that goes on the shelf. It's not at the corporate level. So if you go to a local health store, you could get some insight into brands and insight into different products that are stocked there. 
Yeah, that's good. Also, I will say with blood work, it can be like very scary for some people. So even if you have access, like a lot of people just may not want to get it because maybe you're afraid of like passing out. That's what happened. That's what happened to me the past few times I've had to get blood work. So now whenever I have to consider doing it, I'm just like, I'd rather not. Yeah. Um, This is kind of me jumping ahead. But I think too, if you aren't able to get blood work and you're like, okay, I want to start taking supplements, but like, I don't really know what to take or like what I'm deficient in. I think what's really good is just kind of like analyze your current health. So like if you're someone who's like struggling with really, really bad sleep, or maybe you have like really bad bowel movements, those are like certain areas that you can focus on. Then when you do go ahead and do research, you at least have an idea like, okay, I'm trying to seek out stuff that will help me with my bowel movements or with sleep or with seasonal depression so that's just like a little another hacky way to sort of figure out what to take and then i also think too i wrote this down mind body green i think they're a pretty credible source when it comes to supplements and jacob wyckoff who is like the founder of mind body green he developed like a full line of supplements that are kind of based off of all of his like historical like health issues granted they're not all like tailored specifically to like all the different things he had because he had really bad sciatica back in the day but they have a pretty streamlined approach to supplements and so I think that can be a good resource if you're just like I want to take like a bunch of stuff like where should I go that I know will be highly credible that's a good place they also have a lot of podcast episodes that are kind of dedicated to like why they created their certain supplement like the people who helped create them too so just another you know person to look for in terms of supplement resources yeah another one i just thought of is like Alyssa vitti actually has her own supplements too one she has that are like four different pills to take during every phase of your menstrual cycle and then another one she has just overall overall hormonal optimization and i think those could be good supplement rituals if you have no idea where to start another one i just thought of is elix healing so we had lulu who founded elix on our podcast they have a quiz on their website that analyzes things like what color does you have to submit a photo of your tongue right is that part of it yeah I think something like that yeah so obviously it's eastern medicine and that's a huge part of it of like seeing what parts of your body connect to other parts of your body essentially so you have to do this tongue scanner and you get prescribed a tincture formula from her that will help balance like what hormonal issues come up through your quiz so I think just like playing around on the internet and kind of becoming curious and excited about it. I think if you're going into the supplement space, like kind of dreaded and anxious of like, I need something to fix me. Like what the fuck? What, you know, it's very valid to feel that way. But I think you have to be a little bit of like a student of it. You have to be very curious. And I think doing that digging on like websites and quizzes and cross-referencing stuff can be the fun of it of like, yeah, getting nerdy about it. Because I think, I, I mean, if whenever Emma and I get questions of like, how do you guys learn about health and wellness? It's like, honestly, just like listening, like just absorbing information, absorbing a diversity of sources and not just being like, here's the one podcast I listen to that it's like, I'm going to prescribe to that way or the one diet or the one lifestyle. It's like listening to as many voices on the matter as you can. I think that's the best way to like get started with it. Yeah. I also think too, one way to make it fun is to kind of treat it like you're shopping for makeup. A lot of people, yeah. it's basically makeup for your insides. Makeup and it's for your similar organs. to skincare. I mean, like I never really know what I'm looking for when it comes to skincare. And I think if you kind of angle it that way and make it fun, that can be a way to make it a little bit more approachable. And yeah, there's a lot of like experimentation involved and in what will work for you, but that's kind of the beauty of it. And truthfully, you're not going to like die if you take a supplement that doesn't fully work out for you. So yeah, you will be lose okay. A couple, lose a couple bucks, but who hasn't bought a foundation or something that sucks and doesn't match your face or so. like cause you to break out, you know? Yeah. And that's another point, like the makeup point specifically for like young women. Cause I know a lot of people get flack on the internet. If you spend any money on some sort of wellness thing, like it's strange that I see people pushing back on like, you know, those, we this, I mean, maybe this is more of a skincare thing than a wellness thing, but that like weird, like infrared mask. 
that's like yeah. it's like not metal but it's like plastic that says on mm-hmm. your fucking face i think it's whack i think it's crazy it's not for me but it's like some infrared like healing thing like why do people get mad when you spend money on healing devices and like wellness things but then they're not mad that people are spending a million dollars on that dyson fucking air wrap yeah or like, like fucking tata harper 80 dollar water yeah <laughs> we're all just spending money in goofy ways just to, to, to you know to let us with, live let us cope live. with the recession and the fucked up economy we have so if i want to spend it on lion's mane and see no results which is a joke i love lion's mane but if i want to spend it on what what the what the hell emma and i often just go through weird supplement aisles and look at stuff like if i just want to take a risk and take a chance on a weird supplement let me do it it's just like dropping 20 dollars on some mascara let a girl live we're just a little quirky so the next category which we get a lot of questions about and i've gone back and forth on this we'll give you both opinions is okay i want to start i've done some research i have some ideas what i want to do should i just opt into taking a multivitamin should i take specific pills targeted for different things here's my take when I first got into health and wellness, I found Ritual Multivitamin, and that was the thing that made the most sense to me. Their science, their transparency was great. And I was like, perfect. I was looking for something with vitamin D and B12 because I knew I was deficient in those things after having an eating disorder, and I was vegan as well. So like, I knew that those are the main things I had. Ritual obviously had other vitamins and minerals in the product too. But I was like, I don't want to have to guess you know, uh, what I need. And I think that I felt it was more of insurance to have a multivitamin than to do the single pill stuff for me. Right. So I started taking ritual and, you know, that was kind of my opinion of like, you should start with a multi. You're not like going to be able to biohack as we've talked about in episodes about bioavailability. If you want to listen to that one, a lot of women get prescribed to take calcium for their doctor. And when you look at the in, in drugstores and at Whole Foods and health stores, when you're looking in the calcium section, most pills are a thousand milligrams. Your body can only absorb 500 milligrams in one sitting. So people take the full dosage, you're peeing out half the dosage. It's useless in your body. And I think that's the biggest error of doing this multi-pill madness thing. If you forget, oh shit, this one has to be taken with food. This one doesn't have to be taken with food. Um, this one interacts with this one in a bad way or whatever. I think the multivitamin can be better because they're going to probably be tested um, for the efficacy of like what amount of the supplement they put in and like the clinical studies will probably be for a multivitamin versus like uh, L-theanine pill on its own. So that's kind of my take on the multivitamin. I take Athletic Greens now. I think of it as like the insurance. Once again, it covers your multi-probiotic. It covers your... um you know, your adaptogens and nootropics as well. And that's kind of what I feel safe with. Cause even though I care about supplements a lot and like this whole space, I don't want to think about it. I just want to take something and move on with my day basically. Yeah. And also too, for people who are new to taking supplements, the biggest thing is just developing a routine. And I just think if you're trying to take 10 different pills, that's going to be really hard to remember what to do. Also, that kind of gets into my point of like really starting slow when it comes to building out a supplement routine and only introducing like one or two supplements at a time, because you're not going to really know what is working if you are taking a thousand different things. And also supplements are so expensive. And I know we got a question in Geneva about how can I kind of build out a supplement routine on a budget? And granted, you are going to have to spend some amount of money regardless. And I think you're much better off investing on supplements, like maybe one to three supplements versus 20 different things. And I also just want to note too, that you don't need to take a bunch of stuff to be considered a CMOS girly or a wellness girly. I think it's so easy on the internet to feel the pressure of, I need to have the athletic greens and the ritual multivitamin and all the moon juice stuff in order to feel like a wellness person. Totally not the case. You don't even have to take any supplements and you can still be a CMOS girly. So just remember that like you can be healthy in so many different ways. Um, And then also too, when you are taking fewer supplements, 
you'll be able to kind of identify which ones aren't working for you. Like maybe you start experiencing a crazy headache or maybe you start randomly breaking out or like are starting to like get weird bloating that you didn't get previously. You'll be able to better figure out which supplement may be causing that versus if I'm taking like 20 different things, I'm like, oh fuck, like do I just need to stop taking all of it? Um, So that's kind of my one rule of thumb. Your life will be a lot easier in your wallet. We'll thank you later. Yeah, which is a great point. And I think along the terms of like, knowing what's working for you and knowing what's not. We've talked about this before, but keeping a journal, which sounds really arbitrary and annoying, but if you are having a, a, some sort of health concerns that maybe happens with happens every day at breakfast or it happens every day in the afternoon, I get brain fog or I can't digest this type of thing, I would focus on journaling it and having that data on yourself. Um, and you might think that's so annoying. Well, do that so you have an idea of what's working so you can save some money and like you know, make better decisions down the line with supplements. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of the best place to start with it. And like Emma said, yeah, you're so many people that are well, do not even have access to supplements. They just like live in community and get daily sunlight and they're active and they eat a diverse diet. That's like being as well as you can in the world. But I do think it's a good approach to think of like supplements like skincare, which is something that I don't really do. Like if you don't have any skincare products, let's say you know a man in your life who doesn't have any skincare products, you would not give him an eye cream to start. You would not give him a retinol to start, probably. I mean, this is me. I don't know much about skincare. You wouldn't give him a niacinamide serum. What am I saying? I can't speak. You wouldn't give him that to start. So like, why the fuck would I give you like, I don't know, L-glutamine to start as a supplement when you're not taking anything else? You wouldn't start there, you know? So that's a good way to think about supplements. And then like, as I said before, you won't feel as like push because if you're going to go spend money on like a $90 serum, like that seems crazy. And I agree. That's kind of like what it is with supplements. So you have to find that price range that feels like you're getting quality, but you're not also like breaking your bank and like, that's kind of the that's kind of the individual point that you have to deal with. Um, another point that I want to bring up is like if you are on SSRIs, any sort of medicine, any any sort of medicine, even not even antidepressant medicine, please look into if, if there's certain supplements that interact. I know things like St. John's John's Wort, which I don't know how many CMS girlies are taking. Those things interact with one another. Ashwagandha interacts with SSRIs. So please look into those things before you start taking supplements because that could cause severe health issues. So yeah yes nice call out also probably the biggest question that anyone that's listening to this is going to have is how to know if i'm not getting scammed or if i am getting scammed again supplements are not regulated by the fda you go to any supplement section and there's just three billion products with all very convoluted writing on the packaging so how to know which one's the best so my rule of thumb is to check out the brand's website first. And if it looks janky and if they have nothing about third-party lab testing or any section dedicated to sourcing, that is a big big red flag. I think if you are a supplement company today, you should be prioritizing like educating your consumers and like really ensuring that you're providing like actually the best of the best and not just a bunch of fucking snake oil. Fortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. And so obviously, you know, it's going to be challenging to know who to trust and what not to trust. And I don't want you to have to do a bunch of research on like third-party lab testing and reading all these results. A lot of supplement brands will specifically state on the product or on their website, the certain certifications they have. So I'm going to list off some of the different um, acronyms that you can look out for. So first is consumerlab.com, CL, NSF, International, NSF is what you'll see on the packaging. 
Um, let's see what else. QAI, which is Quality Assurance International, which is like the global leader in organic certification, USDA organic and non-GMO. These are just a few that you can look for on the packaging. I know like a few brands that do have a really good like sourcing area is like Gaia Herbs. And granted, they're kind of more of a adaptogenic brand. I would consider them more like that yeah. versus Acharo's formula, which is more like targeted supplements. But just stuff to like look for. You can do a quick scan on the website. And then two, also, yes, I think it's valid to be weary of random influencers promoting random shit. Like, I would never trust Alex Earl if she was trying to sell me a supplement product. But if there's, like, a podcast host that you do listen to and they have some sort of ad for a certain supplement, so like Andrew Huberman with Element or, I don't know, Mark Hyman for another supplement brand, like, they are credible experts in the field. And if so, if they're promoting a certain product, yeah. whether it's through an ad or just, like, organically talking about a product you can trust them and you should maybe use them as a guide of like what brands to and to not get. When yeah. I was trying to figure out a certain fish oil that I wanted to take, I actually looked up, I was randomly listening to a podcast about uh, featuring Dr. Rhonda Patrick and mm. she was talking about fish oil. And I was like, oh, I should see like what she suggests. And she had a specific brand and like, that's the brand that I've been taking. I think it's like Nordic Naturals. Yeah. So that is just like one thing to say, because I think a lot of people love to hate on influencers and there's definitely two different type of buckets when it comes to influencers yeah. that you can and cannot trust and even though mark hyman is obviously like a health doctor and practitioner practitioner he's still kind of an influencer in the space um so just kind of know who you should and shouldn't be trusting i feel like that's obviously very obvious who you should be yeah. trusting and shouldn't but just another thing to keep in mind yeah and speaking as a influencer using that in a negative way um on myself I would also like to bring up something from like the insider influencer insider baseball side is that when people sign contracts with brands, oftentimes, even if it's a one-off deal, you will have to sign exclusivity for a certain period of time. Okay. So let's say I were to do like a, let's say we're doing not something supplements. Let's say I was to do like a face wash ad tomorrow. I'm guessing for 30 days before my ad goes live and 30 days after the ad goes live, I am not allowed to work with any sort of competitors. And most of the time they have a list of brands. And then they also say some, there's some clause that's like, and other brands that would appear similar. So essentially it's every single brand, right? So I know for me as an influencer that like my income, I cannot rely on doing another face wash ad for that entire 60 day period. Right. So I know that I can't get an, another check from somewhere else. And so if you hear like a Mark Hyman or an Andrew Huberman, like Emma said, have a exclusive partnership with one supplement company, they are likely, I'm not going to say, I don't know for sure. They could also have non-exclusivity. You can work with other brands, but if they've kind of paved the path to only work with one supplement brand, that's going to be the one they choose. And you could, you could question why they choose certain ones, but yeah, it makes sense. Like if they're going to, you know, simp for one brand of like, that's the one they clearly use. And that's the one they clearly trust. And that's when they clearly research for. And I do think in the influencer space, there's obviously a lot of compromising of ethics. Like you'll see someone do an ad for something that they don't use or something that might not be the best product on the market. I'm thinking of all the people that do like the bloom nutrition ads, like maybe that's what works best for them. Not like discrediting the reason they're using it, but it is, you know, that's just another thing to consider that there is like a, a logic towards doing sponsorships. There are stupid ones as well. But I think if you are like someone who wants to maintain your credibility, especially like people that are doctors like Huberman and, and um, Hyman, you're not going to want to degrade your credibility by working with Bloom Nutrition. So that's just something to pay attention to. Just like if I were to do an ad for, I'm trying to think of something that is so off topic of me. Like I've gotten weird influencer emails. I have gotten reached out by the U.S. Marines. If I were to do something for like the U.S. Marines or I got reached out to by like a 
a grilling company not that i have anything against grilling it's just clearly i live in new york city and i don't own a grill like you guys would be sus of that you'd be like kate is like a wellness girl like why is she doing that you know so like i said yeah alex earl's not going to be like the same as a mark hyman type thing um another point is i think we already said this but pick one health concern so when you are starting start slow like emma said but i would say focus on what issue you want to resolve and that can kind of tie back to the journaling thing so if it's poor sleep if it's anxiousness if it's hormones that's something that you can easily target when it comes to researching on these websites and then also developing a supplement routine and then you have the ability to like change stuff um i know for me when i first got my whoop to track with the data i really paid attention to like what things are improving my score and what things are making it worse. The first one for me was alcohol. Even if I went on a first date and I drank two sips of a drink, my sleep would always be like 20% recovery out of 100%. Um, I noticed that if I take a bath before bed, I'm able to get into like to fall asleep faster. So it's just good to have data and then also be like reflecting on that data. But I also at the same time, like I wasn't focusing on like I don't know, depression. I wasn't focusing on like skin or something like that. I was really deep into like just doing the sleep stuff. Yeah. And I think we can kind of get into lessons that we've learned. Kate and I have taken many supplements in our short time being on this planet earth. And we've definitely have learned quite a bit. So I think for me, I have learned to become like more intentional with what I take. I do feel like when you're entering the world of wellness and you're discovering all these fun products it can be fun to have a bunch of stuff but I think as you get older you just like want simplicity in your life you don't have time to overthink about things and so for me I think I've learned just to invest my money again into like a few quality items versus taking a bunch of random stuff granted I'll not treat myself to like a new supplement but if there's like a fun little wellness add-on I'll get stuff here and there and then also too again with supplements just because you don't feel anything does not mean like your supplement isn't actually working. Like Kate said at the beginning of the episode, no one's going to really know unless you get blood work. I'm not getting blood work multiple times a year, and I don't think I probably ever will. But the thing is that a lot of these deficiencies that you may or may not have will probably manifest in certain type of health conditions down the road when you're maybe 60 or 70. And so again, that's kind of the one of the reasons why Kate and I try to make young people think about health from a preventative perspective versus anything regarding like vanity or appearance just because I think that is going to end up being like the biggest motivator for you to stay true to your supplement routine and stick with it down the line um so that's just kind of another reminder because I think a lot of people in the wellness or not in the wellness space that are not part of the wellness space are always like well I took a multivitamin didn't feel anything so I'm just not going to take anything at all Mm -hmm. and obviously do what you want to do but I it's okay if you don't feel anything that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong or that the supplement isn't working yeah and another thing that's just generally about like wellness or any sort of routine is that like the placebo effect is real um which if you don't know what that is essentially like they've done studies if they give someone a real pill versus a sugar pill if they often think they're getting a pill they're likely to believe in results whatever this that's outcome they were testing for there's a higher chance that they will like get at that I remember when I was in strength training for college volleyball our coach or the trainer would say like they did a study on muscle recruitment and if you were picturing your muscle getting stronger even if you weren't contracting a muscle like 40 percent of your your energy expenditure would go towards like doing that fake activity so like even though I'm sitting on my bed right now if I were to pretend like I'm flexing my legs my legs would get like a tiny amount of like better benefit from like the mental stimulation of that which seems like some woo-woo shit but it's been studied and so that is to say like even if you're not I'm not trying to say supplements are are jank and whatever but I think that 
oftentimes I feel like sometimes let's say I go out and buy like a CBD beverage. I'll be like, Oh my God, I'm so much more chill after drinking that. Right. Which I know is probably not true. I know it's like, there's so many things that could be forcing me to get more chill. Maybe I'm just more tired. So I think it's like, don't hold on too much faith to your supplements to cure you. Like our bodies cure ourselves. I'm going through an injury right now. And even though I'm taking the anti-inflammatory medicine and I'm icing and I'm resting and stuff, like my body's just got to work its shit out. So that's one thing. And two, like, even if I take all of the the fancy anti-inflammatory drugs and take this and take this, my body still has its own way of like getting better too. So even if you are experiencing, and that sucks, it sucks, right? Like, let's say you're going through a serious health concern and you're doing all of the right protocols. You're still not seeing results. Like you're going to get frustrated. I totally relate to that and resonate with that. So it's like, take your supplements as like a way of that, like insurance kind of preventative thing, but also like you can't put all your faith in supplements to fix stuff as our body's a very complicated being. It could be sleep. It could be your diet. It could be where you're living. It could be the pollution in where you're living. A lot of the factors that involve into someone's overall well-being and health are out of your control and that's something that you have to get kind of more comfortable with I suppose no for sure I think question for you Kate what what we're not saying whatever to take whatever supplements that we're about to say that we take but what are your three supplements that you kind of swear by or that you couldn't live without it's a good one I think athletic greens as I said covers everything that I need uh, to get me through the day great for traveling when you don't know what your diet is going to be and like what you're gonna have access to Um, I would say I've seen the most just like mental clarity and like results from that one. The second supplement, I mean, magnesium is so easy. I'm not even going to say that. And I'm not going to let you say that either because I feel like we talk about that way too much. Um, Creatine, I have noticed a significant change in uh, not going to say like body composition, but I think for me as a runner who is like mostly doing endurance shit, um, I felt like I was still getting stronger, like while I was taking creatine and like taking it in a serious way. And as I mentioned, it's like the most researched supplement out there that has like benefited people a lot. Um, and then I would have to say lion's mane. I feel a lot of focus from that and use it in my morning coffee or use it in the afternoon if I need something. And those things I think have benefit a lot. Also collagen, like I notice my hair and nails right away when I take collagen. I notice that I feel like they're a lot stronger. Um, so that's, I would say a fourth that I'd have to add, but what about you dog? Yeah, I would say probably athletic greens. I think that's the first multivitamin type of supplement that I actually was like, Oh, I, this feels legit. I've definitely probably taken not as great quality multivitamins back in the day. Um, I would also say vitamin D3 seasonal depression definitely kind of runs real in the fam. And I have noticed that the past few years that I have taken it, those seasonal depression blues have not been as real which is great and then also l-theanine i have been taking that for a while and it's a really really great supplement for anxiety and i've kind of have figured out the dosage that works well for me and i do notice that when i am consistent with it i don't get my random spurts of anxiety throughout the day which i do struggle with a lot and then i would also probably say collagen i do you think I have like much stronger nails now for sure than before when I was like vegan and not taking any type of collagen supplement? Um, so those are the three or the four that I, I don't say, I wouldn't say swear by, but I do definitely love and can't imagine my life without. Love it. Um, also same as girlies, I actually want to hear what supplements you guys think have changed your life. Cause I think we all come to, I mean, I think have a very similar background of how we got to where we are with supplements. But I'm very curious to see like where you guys started. Was it a multi? Was it multiple pills? What kind of maybe you had a diagnosis? Maybe you didn't. Maybe you're shooting in the dark and where you are now. So if you want to in Geneva, please share because I'm very curious of like 
maybe people have extremely different supplement regimens than you and I do. And also to I, to add to that, I want to know what supplement that you haven't found like the perfect form of yet. Like maybe you've yeah. tried all the collagens on the market or all the vitamin D3s and you're still just like, there's nothing good out there. I'm definitely just curious what everyone has been hating too, because there's always room to improve the supplement industry. And I'm yeah. definitely curious. Definitely curious. Or even like the best supplement, if you have been scouring for one and you're like, I have the best turmeric supplement ever. I found the best curcumin 95. Let us know. Um, we're curious, curious on your healing and wellness journeys about where you've ended up. Um, I almost just checked my microphone and I was like, has my microphone been off this whole fucking time? Anyways, <laughs> anyways, so it's, it's 7 PM on a Sunday, um, in classic wellness, God fashion, I'm going to sit in an Epsom salt bath for my knee and pray to God that it finally gets fucking better. So I stop having to treat it as a personality trait. I'm going to take some tart cherry juice before bed. I'm going to do that. I add bought it to my magnesium. some. I bought some tart cherry juice earlier today okay. and I drank some with some water and it was delicious. Yeah. I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe go on a walk, probably take my magnesium in a little bit and get ready for bed. Yeah. So who needs to stay up late? You can just go to bed at nine girlies. Duh. Um, thank you. See you girlies. We'll see you next week. I think we're going to do a chatty app about TikTok bullshit again. Cause that's fun to do. But if you're in Geneva, you'll know the episodes. If you're not in Geneva, it's always free. We get that asked question a lot. It's free um link in bio as always to sign up for it and you'll make some new friends okay bye guys bye girlies we will talk to you next tuesday